0: Welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I'm your host today and we are jumping into our next session with uh, my good friend, Pastor Mark Jones. He is the author of the book Unscripted, which we have, are actually taking some sessions of the podcast to uh, kind of dive into the topics that he covers in that book in relationship to uh, developing a strong, healthy relationship with God. Here at the Growing Faith Podcast, we always talk about how we're here really for the average Joe in the pews because we believe that We believe in the priesthood of all believers. We believe that everyone is called and equipped to do the work of the ministry. And so, obviously, we can't do anything for God unless we are making sure that we are spending time with God, and so really, uh, Pastor Mark Jones, his uh, his message, his it's basically his life message, is really just that to help equip us and encourage us to meet with the God of the universe, uh, person to person, face to face. And, uh, and allow his love to ground us so that we are not easily swayed easily tossed about by circumstances or stresses or circumstances and situations and all of those words and so here we are today to dive into the really the first chapter of that book where we talk about the topic of surrender so i hope you will listen up Uh, Take some notes and jump on into our conversation with Pastor Mark Jones on the topic of surrender. All right, so here we are back again for another episode with my good friend Mark Jones. Welcome back in, Mark. How are you today?
1: Good. Great to be here. Glad we can be together.
0: I'm excited. Last episode, we were able to uh, launch a 40-day worship challenge. So to all of you guys who took us up on the challenge... I'd love to even start hearing from you. Uh, Rick M at manihouse.church, you can reach out to me. And let me know, like, hey, what's God doing in you uh, in, in this beginning part of this process as you've launched into the 40 day worship challenge? Uh, it'd be great to hear from you about that. Um, so, we got to launch, we talked about kind of the why and the what and the, a little bit about the how and some of the tools. Uh, we were talking about tenacity to pursuing God every single day, uh, doing it together, uh, and then talked about tools that help you along that journey, and uh, so that was a great way to kind of kick great. off this whole process of uh, the 40-day worship challenge, time alone with God, and kind of the journey that is laid out in the unscripted book, and uh, I know a lot of times you uh, we refer to it as experiencing God's love. And that's kind of a nice way to put it, is that the goal is not uh, to accomplish something, but to be with someone. And uh, that's such a, a, a key point to continue to come back to. Uh, you and I both have the similarity of kind of being uh, about doing, you know, like we want to be about the task, we want to get it accomplished. And so sometimes to discipline ourselves to think about it. Uh, you know as knowing someone and, and being with someone uh, can be a little bit of a challenge if I'm real honest uh, sometimes that's half the battle for me is just making sure I'm not about getting something done but I'm about connecting with him so um, so now we're going to take the next few weeks and go through the uh, seven steps uh, that kind of help bring about greater intimacy with God so if if our goal is to, be with him and know him it would be great if we helped lay out some step-by-step process of how that can happen not in the sense of uh, scripting what needs to happen but helping understand key principles that kind of unlock that door to intimacy with God and I love how you have probably put the hardest most significant one right up number one Surrender, so uh, why don't you just even jump jump in with what what does it mean to surrender, and why did you put it first
1: Well, I was talking I gave this manuscript to my uh, my uh, sister in law and she read the book and she said uh, Hey, you know that, uh, surrender chapter, you know, that one at the beginning, uh, do you think that you could move that back a little farther into the book and kind of, uh, uh, ease into it? And <laughs> I said, no, surrender has to be in the front of the book because nothing else makes sense if we won't surrender our will to God's will. And, uh, the whole reality and, and the whole dynamic is, and I wanted to just say one thing about the first 15 is all relationships are a function of time spent, all relationships. And so when we're, you, you, not only does the enemy not want you to, to meet with the Lord and he, he pressures that, but, but also the, the, just the busyness of life. We get up and we're ready to do. And uh, one 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 gal said, I'm so administrative, the Lord told me I couldn't even get out of bed until I had done the first 15. She said, because when my feet hit the floor, it's all about doing. And you can go right there to the gift of administration. It's right there in the Bible. But her gift got going before she was meeting with somebody like the creator of the universe, like the, <laughs> the one who made her. <laughs> You know when we're, when we're when we're talking about surrender, uh, most people say it's the absolute most challenging thing. I in every class I say, how many are struggling now this is Bible college students and Christians and people. <laughs> how many of you are struggling with with surrendering your will to God's will? Because it really is the first step to intimacy because if we don't settle this <laughs> Who's in charge? Then we're in charge. I mean, if we don't surrender, the default is I'm in charge. That's disastrous. I, that was that was that's called panic, anxiety, depression. You know, we could always say to ourselves, "How's that going?" It's <laughs> you can look at the children of Israel. How'd it go for them when they were in charge? Uh, it's documented. Not that great. <laughs> Please, tell me how that's working out for you. <laughs> tell me how that, <laughs> that was my next slide. I love this. We're just did this together. Yeah. Tell me how that's working. One guy that, that, that initiates the 40 day worship challenge says, tell me about your life. And then, and then they, and then they tell him how all the stuff that's going wrong and the, and the chaos. And, and then he says, how's that working out for you? Do you are you ready to surrender <laughs> to God and, so what we see is that surrender is a huge challenge. You think about it. You're surrendering your entire will over to the creator. That means your future. <laughs> that means your thoughts. That means this isn't a passive thing. This is an active thing that we're surrendering. And so people are nervous about this. One gal said, we were in in the 10th week of surrender. I mean, we were in the 10th week. We were well into all these steps to to intimacy. And she raised her hand. And I thought she was going to share this testimony about meeting with Jesus and what this is, what's happening. And she goes, you know, I'm still trying to decide if I surrender my will to God's will, if he could do a better job with it than I can do. (laughs) And I'm up there and I'm standing up and I go, I didn't know what to say. I just was frozen. And the Lord said to me in my heart, this is the greatest challenge of every person on the planet. Yeah. Is to yield their will over to my will
0: yeah.
1: and let me take control of their life. It's it's not surrendering just to get saved and then going on with your life. It's 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 surrendering your whole life to God, to his service, to his to the relationship, to everything that he has for you because he already has a plan. But you can't even start until you're willing to let go, surrender it all to him. Uh, uh, Jesus said it so powerfully in, in Matthew 16, 24. And Jesus said to the disciples, if any of you wants to be my followers, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Now, one thing I want to say on this whole idea of surrender, and I try to share this with everybody, don't look at it as as this major difficult thing. (laughs) Oh, I got to give my life to God. No, (laughs) this is the greatest opportunity that's ever been afforded mankind that we actually don't have to run our own life, that we could actually give it up and be be so fulfilled by the end of it. And the last chapter is obey. Instead of the first decision is to obey the first decision, Hmm. we can't even get through the doorway until we surrender our whole life to God. I think we should just park there for just a second. That's like, that's daunting. Like that means trust, that means humility, that means faith, that means, wow, what am I doing? But the girl who said that had an accurate view as we taught on surrender, that we were giving our life completely to God and she wasn't ready to do that. In asking all the classes, how many are struggling with surrender? Because that's where we're gonna start. usually three quarters of the class raises their hand. So we just have a little chuckle like, yeah, welcome to the other third hour quarter. They were just sitting there <laughs> hoping we just went on to the next thing. So point being, it's a, it's the greatest challenge, but let's, let's flip the coin. It's the greatest opportunity we've ever had to get, Ourself out of control of our life. Just think, people are on medication now, just trying to figure out the future. When we could surrender our life to the One who knows the future. I always tell people, if you try to figure out the future, you're going to end up on medication. Believe me, you can't figure it out. You can't. We can't even figure out the next hour. We're just sitting here right now doing this because this is what the Lord's led us to do. And that's the beauty of surrender. It's so much bigger, so much broader than we understand. And then we have these anxieties and these fears, like where's God going to, wherever he takes us, (laughs) we're with him. (laughs) We have to remember when we're surrendering to him, we're in him. I love to call this place that we enter into as surrender land. I once saw a picture of a, of a, it was like Disneyland. And, and I saw it and it's, and the Lord said, that's not the happiest place on the planet. And then I panned over to this other and it, it was this amazing place and it had a door and above it, it said surrender land. And he said, that's me. That's the happiest place on the planet. And the door was to surrender our life to his life and enter into that place with him. To me, this is so exciting. So that's the beauty of this. Let's flip the coin from oh, this is a have to to hey. <laughs> this should be people should be lining up to surrender their life. This is, I don't know why we make it this, this, this harsh thing. I was running my life and and I was running it into the ground with depression, fear, anxiety. And, 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 and and the Lord said, just surrender, just come to me. Just, just pick up your cross, just come this way. So anyway, that's my passion for surrender. We can't, we can't candy coat it because it's the greatest decision we're ever going to make. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. That's, that's a call to surrender. It's so powerful. I don't want any listener to think that we would would not afford them this, this truth so that they have the opportunity to surrender it all to him and just allow him to take control. This is so powerful.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, that girl hit hit the nail right on the head in the sense of, being willing to verbally admit the thing that probably most people struggle with they're just not actually willing to say it out loud because when you say it out loud it sounds a little bit ridiculous like of of course god can do a better job with your life than you can duh but what's weird is most of us in our actions declare that we don't really think that's true that we we actually believe we can do a better job which is why we keep trying and and i think it's because the kind of the age old problem i think it goes all the way back to the garden of eden is that we we think too highly of ourselves and too lowly of god and so we we've produced this dynamic where the space between me and god is much smaller than it actually is you know it's it's this cavernous chasm you know that it is between our place and and who god is and 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 then in strength and ability and wisdom i mean he's just so far beyond us and there is you know like you know john we talked about in the previous episode john 10, 10 you know jesus comes you'd have life life to the full the the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy yeah. He comes with death, you know, and and one day I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, it's so interesting um, how the devil is a liar. Everything that he does is a deception and a lie. So a lot of times when he comes to steal, to kill and to destroy, he makes it look like the opposite. He makes it look like he's giving to you. He makes it look like life and he makes it look like he's building something great when really he's stealing, killing and destroying. Um, and then sometimes uh, the, the kingdom of God is a little, bit, uh, a little bit counterintuitive, a little bit upside down, a little bit backwards from the way the, the flesh thinks. And so when Jesus comes and he says, I've come that you would have life and life to the full, but it comes with language like deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. Right. Um, we, we go, I don't know. That sounds a lot like death. And, and so it's weird how, how it's so flip-flop where the enemy comes and it looks like great fun and enjoyment and really what it ends up being is crushing and defeat and depression and all of those things when God comes and on the front side it looks rough, but when you step into it, it's nothing but life and life to the full. It's, it's doing the very thing you were created for. It's, it, you couldn't possibly be in a better place than to be where God has placed you. And so I think that's kind of the dynamic that we have to wrestle with. And so the surrender is the biggest challenge and our greatest opportunity. Uh, our, our biggest challenge and our greatest opportunity. And I love that you were talking about the doorway, the surrender land, you know, and in inside that place, the reason that it is the happiest place on earth is because it's where intimacy with God occurs. It is the doorway to intimacy with God. Jesus said, you know, like, come to me, all you who are weary and tired and worn out And I will give you rest and take my yoke upon you. Um, It's so interesting that a yoke is representative of work, of labor, of accomplishing something. And yet, he says, come to me and get rest by taking on my yoke. Like, that seems backwards too. And yet, when we are yoked with him, the work is not a drudgery, it's a joy. And because we get to do it with him, and it turns out he's actually really good at getting the work done, and we end up getting to take credit for stuff that, wow, I think, I think really, if we're honest, he probably did most of that work. And so uh, I love It's our biggest challenge, our greatest opportunity, the doorway to intimacy. And then how do we how do we go about developing I don't know we call it the the habit the habit of surrender. Talk to me a little bit about that concept. Well, <clears throat> you realize that when
1: you first get saved, you surrender your will over to god's will and 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 there's a glorious conversion <laughs> you the holy Spirit comes into your life you're 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 raptured by the Lord. I mean, you love the Lord. Your 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 heart is full, and and uh, yet we want to recognize that surrendering is. It says in this passage, and, and it says, "Take up your cross." In one one uh, book, it says, "Take up your cross daily." That there's a that there's a that Jesus picked up his cross daily. He he was surrendered daily to the Father, and and he walked with uh his father and they went through and they and they fulfilled the perfect will of god the purpose even down to the garden where it was so much pressure that he was sweating both blood and water that and he went three times and said not my will but thy will be done that 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 was a process and he went three times and and then he was taken. And then it was all about the trial and the crucifixion. But there was a moment of surrender in the garden. And, and uh, so I, I just believe that it, it's so good in the morning. That's why on the first 15, we, of course, want people to have their Bible. We can talk about a survive and thrive kit, what we actually need for the first 15, what, what we should have with us. But what we're emphasizing in the first 15 minutes of the day, whether you spend 30 minutes there, 80 minutes there, 100 minutes, you have two hours to spend. I like a quantity amount. I I like quantity and quality. (laughs) I get up I love it. And, and what usually happens is people start with 15 minutes, but it starts building because there's so much. That, and then they go, oh, I have to go to work. Uh, just get started with the Lord because they're in a relationship with him. Because we haven't driven it to duty, what you do, tell me what you accomplish. I always tell people that they're doing the 40-day worship challenge and they're telling me just what they're doing. They're kind of missing the being part. Like, it. Usually it's like tears rolling down, like the Lord's touching me <laughs> on the inside out. But how do you get into surrender land? That's the question. You go through the door of surrender. It's the key. And, and this is what's so powerful. So uh, uh, in the morning, uh, I began to, uh, so, so anyway, on the first 15, I wanted to share So we're emphasizing that people do this one thing first. Surrender their will to God's will. Just get it over with. Just just start with that. Instead of just jumping up and running your own day, start actually with surrendering, with actual surrender. Romans 12, 1, it says to present ourselves as a living sacrifice. And here in Matthew, it says to pick up your cross. And think in Luke, it says pick up your cross daily. It's a daily thing. It's a surrender habit. We want to get in a habit. So while I was uh, 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 so if you go to the website first15am.org you'll see a surrender prayer there. And so while these first mornings and these this first year of meeting with the Lord began, I don't know when it began, but started to write a surrender prayer out to the Lord just to get it over with. And uh, the first part of the surrender prayer reads like this. Heavenly Father, good morning. Thank you for this new day. This morning I'm choosing with excitement and anticipation to surrender my heart, my mind, will, and emotions to your unfailing love. In offering myself, my body, soul, and spirit, heart and spirit as a living sacrifice to you, I recognize it's the blood of Jesus that allows me to do this. And so this is so exciting that every morning, so if you go on the first 15 amorg there's a surrender prayer in there and you can, you can download that surrender prayer for free. You can read it on your phone. You can read it on your computer or your iPad. And uh, I have one friend, he's on a, a day 1500 and something. I could share a whole story about the transformation of his life, but he came and he was stressed. Very, very stressed. Every, you know, you wonder when we're not surrendering, we're stressed. That's my new thought. If you surrender, you're at peace. If you don't surrender, you're stressed. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Do you know that first word for prayer with prayer and supplication? The worst first word for prayer there, digging down into the Greek, it really is surrendering, making a vow. The, uh, Rick Renner broke that out, and I thought, and it's the most used word for prayer, and I thought, there it was. It was always there. <laughs> that, that, that our idea of even praying has, deep within the Greek, has the understanding that it's all about surrendering our will over to his will. This is so dynamic, this opportunity to surrender. And I, this is just oh this is just simply a tool, the first 15. Uh, surrender prayer, but I wanted to share the story about the 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 fellow that read it he's on day uh, fifteen hundred and something <laughs> he's on day, now we're not counting numbers i he's on day, i some guys like to do one through forty when they do it and then they start a new one through forty and uh, there's pastors on our staff that have them all journaled out in their in their in their phone every forty day period and what god's done for them. <laughs> <laughs> but the key to it is surrendering the key to it and that's why we put it on the we front-loaded it in the book to share it but we're front-loading it in our time with the lord lord i'm just here to surrender yeah. the the, path, the person who's on 1500 days his life has been transformed but i i wanted to say all he does is reads the surrender prayer every morning that's his devotions He told me he had never met with the Lord more than four days in a row. You know that when you're trying to develop a habit, the hardest days are four, five, and six. That's why I love to take people through and provide devotionals in the morning is to get them through because the enemy wants to just take it out before they could even get into it. Because this power of surrendering is going to transform you from the inside out as you give permission to the Lord to 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 work in your life every morning so it's a habit it's a daily habit now when you have it daily then you're going to find out it's moment by moment (laughs) it's not just going to be oh one and done with salvation one and done in the morning no it's one and it's it's one and keep on doing it every moment during the day And we'll find what it does. And and the other powerful component of surrendering is, is when you surrender your heart over to God's, the very first thing that happens is you receive his love. He is love. And when we surrender our will to his will, and we recognize he's, waiting for us to get up, and he lives inside of us by the Holy Spirit. In that act of surrender, which I call it an act of intimacy, there is a release of God's love in our heart that only, only God can fulfill that place deep inside of it. Even brain science has determined that the only two centers at the core of our emotions are either love or fear. I I love this, because there was only love in the garden before the fall. And they found out that somehow, I don't know how they did this, but it's just what I was reading, that they found out that the, the love center was the core and the fear center was attached later. Now, this is so powerful for a guy like me that suffers from anxiety. I go there in the morning quickly to surrender to receive his love because if I don't receive intimacy, the intimacy factor, and in in Psalms 90 verse 14, it says, satisfy me every morning with your unfailing love. This is all throughout scripture, this dynamic of intimacy. I can go on to more things later. We'll break this down because we can't, Get away from the fact that this is our first step to intimacy. This isn't just we're there to surrender. We're there to surrender with a purpose. (laughs) We have a goal in mind. Because if the love center deep inside of us is not turned on, the fear center will activate. Who loves me today? Who cares about me? All self-pity, all these things. People, all this consternation. They're unsurrendered. The, the love center hasn't been activated yet. So the only choice is to live out of the fear center and try to intellectualize he loves me. Well, that, <laughs> you, you can intellectualize it all day. I read papers that say, I knew God loved me. I'm in the best classes ever hearing about that. But it wasn't until I sat with him and surrendered that I experienced his love. Well, that trumps it. We're not talking about experiential Christianity. We're talking about experiencing the love of God in our interior the way we were designed. Now, this is so powerful. It, it, it brings peace. It brings a sense of rest. This is what he's talking about when he's saying, come unto me all who are weary and heavy and I'll give you rest. It's as we surrender and we go through that narrow doorway into surrender land, we're in the happiest place on the planet. It's called in Ephesians, in him. (laughs) This is so exciting. And so so what happens to this, this one leader that reads the surrender prayer for 1,500 days is he gets loved? It's not a woe is me. I have to read the surrender prayer anymore. Like it's no longer a struggle because there's no more warfare in his mind. He's convinced because he's experienced. He loves surrender land. All he can talk about is points in surrender land. Now, remember, surrender land is like being dumped in the ocean. <laughs> you see a turtle and you come up on the boat and you go, I saw a turtle. Well, the guy dumped over on the other side of the boat, he saw a little shark, or he hope he didn't see a big one. But he saw a little, or whatever. And so he's telling, so they're all telling about what they, what? Experienced. But his love is so vast that you can dump the whole planet, the whole, I don't know, six billion, I don't know how many billion people into the ocean at the same time of his love and they'll all experience something unique and special yeah that's how profound this time alone with
0: god is that's so good go ahead the point of surrendering to god uh developing a daily habit of surrendering to god and i just thinking about kind of the front end i think once you get some momentum going then surrendering, uh, it's still important, still has to happen. But I think you begin to kind of like the person that you're talking about, like it's no longer a struggle to get to surrender because there's that being convinced aspect to their relationship with God. Um, and I, and I was just thinking about how, uh, you, you know, if you're like that girl in the class that said, I'm not sure God can do a better job with it. Is, is some people just have to start with a, a declaration of faith. Um, okay, Lord, I'm going to surrender to you today. If I'm really honest, I'm not sure you can do a better job, but I'm willing to give you a shot. And that sometimes that's where people just have to be like, we're just asking you to give the Lord a shot today. Give him a shot to, to run your life better than you've been able to do it in the past. And, and I think that as you give God the, the space to come in and, and begin to remodel your life, uh, that you'll begin to understand, wow, I have had things in all the wrong order um, in, in far, for far too long of a time. And uh, so I, I guess I just wanted to say that to kind of encourage people that maybe are struggling in that. Sure. Because yeah. they're they're thinking, they're thinking too low of of god you know to like they don't trust him they don't they don't know his goodness they don't know the depth of his love and so um to which is a weird thing to say you know of christians but i i think it's a reality for far too many um is that there really is that objection in their heart i'm not sure i can trust and so the The more you surrender, the more you will come into an experience of his love in which will make surrender easier. but there is uh, it's kind of like in science they talk about the the energy of initialization when you're getting something started, the amount of energy that it takes is the graph just goes way up and then the energy it takes to maintain something then kind of the curve flattens out and and it's not nearly as significant of an amount of energy. but uh, And I think this journey into surrender land starts with one of those things. Now, again, thank God it is powered by the Holy Spirit, so we don't have to just go in in our own strength. Really, all we have to do is lay it down. All we have to do is say, God, I don't even know how, which is why I think actually the surrender prayer, Is such a valuable tool because I think so many people that come to this journey, they don't know how. They're like, I don't know, I've been in control for so long. What does it look like to not be the one in control? And so that's where a tool like the surrender prayer can be so valuable is just to get the ball rolling in the right direction. And so so we've talked about surrender today being our biggest challenge in our greatest opportunity, all in one. It's kind of how it goes sometimes. Um, the importance of understanding that it is indeed the doorway to intimacy with God. That that ocean of His love that that Paul talks about being grounded in His love, right? Like just being rooted and grounded in Him. And then thirdly, is is wanting to establish a habit of surrender by day by day don't look at the next 40 days in one shot just look at today where are you today and and even sometimes moment by moment right like living in the now moment is something i'm sure we'll talk more about as we kind of go through this process but i mean (laughs) sometimes you wake up in the morning you surrender and about 805 in the morning you're like oh uh you know you you, you you jerk the reins back into your hands and you're like, well, Lord, it didn't seem like you had it right then. And so I, I needed to grab a hold of it because things were about to get crazy and I needed to make sure I could bring it back into control. And, uh, and then we have to go, wait a second. No, actually, I, I don't think I'm the right one to be in charge here. Okay, Lord, I'm re surrendering, <laughs> re surrendering. It's like in first Peter, it says, Uh, where uh, Jesus continually entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. And I just thought that's so interesting that Jesus had to continually entrust himself to the one who judges justly. And like, boy, if Jesus had to do it continually, you better you better bet you and me are probably going to need to do it continually. So. Wow! Um, all right, one one parting shot on the topic of surrender as we are exiting this uh, this discussion today. What what do you got?
1: Well, I just want to encourage people to get started. Uh, we started last week. We were on. We said we were gonna. This would be day number seven. You know that we're we're already uh, developing that surrender habit and we're opening our heart up to what God has and. My parting comment is just in the morning when you get up, just make it your point to just find that quiet place and just surrender just in that moment of, of worship music that's on, in that moment. Surrender your heart over to God's heart. Now, let's just do one thing. It says in the NLT where it's Romans 12, 1, where it says, and so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. And this is a powerful last part of this this verse. This is truly the way to worship him. You know, we could have called this the 40-day surrender challenge. But we called it a worship challenge because we're created to worship and it's seven steps to intimacy. And so Rick and I are just encouraging you to give this a try. We created tools to help you, but all you really have to do is get there (laughs) and just say, Jesus, I don't know, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to surrender my will to your will for today. And just let God take control and watch what begins to happen. I know for me, he took all that brokenness and he began to put things back together. Now, mind you, for me, the circumstances didn't change all that much. But you know what? I began to change. And so surrender allows us to come into that place with him where he can help us. Bless you guys.
0: Come on. So good. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been a great day. And so just want to continue to encourage you guys in the 40 day worship challenge. Hey, reach out to us, let us know what you're doing and how long you're going. And we want to just journey with you together as we, as we aim at, Uh, tenacity, togetherness, and utilizing all the tools that we have available. Um, And now now we've kind of walked through this first step, this first tool, uh, this first uh, process of growing in intimacy with Jesus, of surrender. So we're going to walk this out together, and we're going to come out on the other side of this changed by him. And so we just want to encourage you, keep on keeping on, and uh, we will see you in the next episode. God bless you guys. All right. So there we go. Another great episode with Pastor Mark Jones. Hope you enjoyed that today. And I hope that your experience here at the Growing Faith Podcast is one that is helping you grow and encourage you and strengthen you. If it is, I'd love it if you would like and share and review uh, the podcast so that we can have more people having easier access and rate the podcast. Uh, We're in the Google Play uh, podcast store. We are uh, in the Apple podcast store. We're on Spotify. So we're in a bunch of different places. So I encourage you to check it out. And uh, you can reach me at growingfaithpodcast at gmail.com. I'm here, your host, Rick McClatchy. God bless you and have the most amazing day.